you to grab your favorite bottle of whatever it is you like to partake in yes. and celebrate this new year with us yes. and this new launch of our podcast. Yes. We're going to clink our glasses and Cheers, welcome ladies. you. Cheers. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome, guys. So the purpose of the sip is to combine our favorite libations with our favorite topics and shenanigans. Right. So <laughs> what we'll do is every beginning of the episode, we will share with you what we are drinking on. And today we were gifted this beautiful bottle of Vino Espumante Encontro Brut Rose Rose. Say that one more time. No, yeah, let me <laughs> <laughs> listen. All of you who speak Spanish, do not, do not, not come for me. Right. Okay, <laughs> don't come for me. Vino Espumante Sparkling Wine Brut Rose. It's a uh, Cudo E Encontro. We will be uh, sharing this on the yes. Instagram podcast. So please follow us at the Sip underscore podcast if you'd like to sample this at any time. At your local liquor store. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be provided. This is so exciting, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm super excited. It's and it's episode. a new year. It's our first year. Yes. And we just wanted to do an intro for you guys and let you guys know a little bit more about us and what you're going to be getting with the SIP in 2019. Hey. So, I guess we'll go ahead and start off. It's, I mean, SIP stands for an acronym. If you have a singer, we have an instrumentalist, and we have a poet here, but we're all homies, we're all homegirls. Yes. And so, I'm going to let the singer introduce herself, the fabulous. Hello, y'all. My name is Raj Jalari. I am an actress, vocalist, and all-around queen of all shenanigans. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here with y'all and so happy to be doing this with my sisters. I yes. love y'all so much. Love you, too. Love you too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am the instrumentalist. I am Monique Brooks Roberts. I'm a professional violinist, uh, crazy taka, um, <laughs> shenanigans with my girlfriends. Mm. I'm a mama. I'm a I'm a wife, and I'm just so happy to be here. Well, and have this time with y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and the original hype woman. Yes. I mean, you know it. Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I am Carrie Joy. I am the poet. Um, I am, I am a poet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, uh, you know, working into this like entrepreneurial kind of space here um and I, I teach creative expression workshops i work a lot in the community as far as advocacy and activism and education so that's who i am that's what i do and we the sip welcome mm-hmm. we the sip hey so um i guess we'll start off with so what we wanted to do is we're going to structure this episode and then in the future we will just let things go where they may but for today, we're going to talk about... Yes, we are going to do a little icebreaker with our listeners. And the topic is 
we gonna tell our stories the first time we got drunk. Lord, <laughs> Lord. it's about to be ratchet as hell. You didn't know we was gonna get real. Listen, we about to, real. We we about to be ready. really real with y'all. <laughs> so I'll go first. Oh Lord, let me get a sip. <laughs> so, flash all the way back to 2000. And- <laughs> Dang, you know the year? I don't know about that. No, I don't even know if I really know the year. But I do know that it was my 21st birthday. And prior to that, I was scared to drink because I grew up in the church and it was a sin. Talk about it. Right. So on my 21st birthday, I was like, man, I'm about to get lit. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm about to get lit. So um, a friend that I had at the time in college we all went to this club, a couple guys from my college, we all went, and we was drinking hypnotic, y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh, not the blue juice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we were at we were at some club in Louisville and they were playing that um Lil John and the East Side boy. What? To, to the, the window. window. Hey, to, to the, the wall. To the smack drop down my Okay, okay. My bad. Sorry. And I remember they, they, yo, I swear the DJ played that song like five times. I was like, bruh, okay, can we just play it once? I got so drunk, and it was a Saturday night. I was throwing up. I almost blacked out. We got back to my parents' house. My parents were out of town. Thank you for coming. We had everybody stay at the house. Oh, my God, it was a mess. Like, the two dudes was there. My friend was there. Two of my friends were there. Wait, so what else did you do? On the night you guys nothing <laughs> lies and deceit lies and fallacies. Listen, and part of me was like feeling guilty, like about to cry because I was so drunk. But then somebody brought out the VSOP. Oh no, 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 it wasn't VSOP. It was Remy Martin, and we started taking shots Bruh. at my parents Bruh. of Remy Shut Martin after I was already drunk. And then I had the audacity to wake up the next day and go to church. No, ma'am. I mean, no. was right. sitting in church hung over. Had to get yeah. right with the Lord. You <laughs> had to repent. I had to repent. I had, had to and repent. when I tell you, I was up in there with my skirt all on, like, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm still drunk, but, but Jesus, <laughs> we are, Lord, take it. Take the will. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that was, like, my first time, like, wow. really getting wow. plastered. <laughs> Oh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I mean, I got the first time I really got drunk was I was pretty old. It was actually for my twenty seventh birthday. Hey. It was yeah. And so, um, because I also grew up in a, in, in the church in like a pretty heavy legalistic like household or whatever and so i was i was afraid to drink because i just thought i was gonna go to hell like, right hell didn't sound like a good place like you know what i mean you tell a seven year old you're gonna burn forever i was like oh okay well i'm good you know right. for the rest of my life so, <laughs> exactly so ultimately uh, um i mean glass of wine right <laughs> and they didn't even service alcohol at, at drink communion it was uh, always grape juice so uh, i, I see, really they, thought they served us uh, red wine girl did no, they really? We didn't get no red. That little shot I took. Girl, we had red wine because they wanted it to be really like the Bible. And no. I'm going to tell you, my little 12 year old self taking that little shot of red wine, and I was feeling, feeling it. Lit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I was like, why is my stomach burning? I mean, but Jesus fixed it. It's the Holy Ghost. Right. <laughs> Move it. Move it. Shut up in my bone. <laughs> 
anyway, so yeah, so I was 27. I mean, I had drunk, I had had drinks before, but right. like I had never gotten drunk, and right. this was the first time that I actually got drunk and I blacked out briefly, very, <laughs> very, very briefly. I will, I, I will never do this again. Um, it was, it was my 27th birthday. I hung out with some people. I mean, it, it wasn't anything. Like, I wasn't really with a lot of people that I knew, unfortunately. Ooh. And so, um, people kept bringing, like, vodka to the table. Oh, Lord, so, not. yeah, mm. vodka is the devil. Um, it is. It, it, it is very painful. painful. Very painful. So, I had too much of that because people weren't drinking it. So, I was like, well, it's my birthday. So, I guess I'll drink so it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. And so, I Wait, just, you were 27? Wait a minute. How? how oh, I mean, we could talk about it. Wow. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's whatever. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, and so, um, eventually I was just like, I'm okay, I'm really drunk. I guess it's time to go home. Um, I was dating a person at the time and we ended up going back to her place. Um, and I remember being in the lift and telling the lift to stop on the way there <laughs> because I was like, I'm not going to make it. And I don't want to throw up in your car. <laughs> so not really attractive. It's, oh, it's not. It's well, really it's nice. nice. And she, took, she took care of me. It was nice. Well, and then, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I do it. Shout out to you. You know who you are, right? right? <laughs> um, I don't think my, my partner would appreciate no, me saying any names. No names. So, yeah, no, we got back to her house and she like kind of walked me to the door i walked into a tree at one point i remember that very clearly oh, and then i went straight to the bathroom and i ended up falling asleep like on the toilet wow and oh. and then i woke up in the bed and i was like what happened right <laughs> that was my first time straight black Man, why do straight. i feel like an old wild crazy <laughs> drunk person <laughs> She couldn't drive, so we, <laughs> so I actually Y'all got in the car, and the whole oh, time God. it was trying to get us all home, and without messing up her, her transmission, car. right? <laughs> and she's throwing up on the side of the car, oh, my and I'm trying to be drunk and still hold it together, right? right. <laughs> right. Oh, my and so gosh. that was my thing. I don't remember passing out. I don't remember anything but trying to drive drunk on some mad dog in the middle of the woods in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And you live to tell the story. And, and you live to tell the story. <laughs> And fortunately or unfortunately, there are many other stories like that. Right. Right. But, you know, now I've, I've seen Jesus and, I, and I'm a little older. And, you know, I'm so kidding. I, I Girl, really, bye. I, really have, I have we'll be drunk I next week. I know. Week. Right. I was about to say, we about to get drunk tonight. Y'all ready? Right. Are y'all ready? I'm drunk right now. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. speaking of all of these questions. 
crazy experiences. Yes, yes. Raj, you went from Mad Dog twenty twenty and, and and grape soda to being like the champagne. Like I don't, Woo, I don't want to yes. say snob because it, you know, it, it, I want to say kind of sore, kind of sore. The champagne kind of <laughs> sore. So tell, tell us about your favorite drink, ma'am. Yes, you know, I will say that I, you know, I appreciate all libations, oh. but my favorite <laughs> drink of choice is always bubbly or prosecco. Yes, <laughs> because I feel like you can't go wrong with it. You can have like a little bit of it and not get too drunk. You can have a lot of it and be feeling real good, but right. it takes you a long time to get drunk. On right. The Unless you haven't had food, but that's a whole other conversation. Right. right. <laughs> we encourage that you eat. We right. encourage you to eat. But I love, you know, I really just love black elegance in many forms. And yes. so, you know, what was that episode of Diane Carroll when she talked about the champagne being burnt on uh, oh. was it Was it Dallas or All My Children? It's one of them soap operas. But I was like, yes, honey, you yes. gotta read her to <laughs> So for me, my goal is to find the best Prosecco at the cheapest price. Mm, yes. So yes. for the sip, that will be my endeavor, if, <laughs> yes. if, if possible. Word. And we will be taking all bubbly endorsements. Thank you very all, much. We sure will. I love them. What about mm-hmm. you, Mo? So I am a brown liquor girl. Okay. Okay. You know, Prosecco's cute. Hey! <laughs> was, was, that was that a little shade? Was that a little shade? With a fruity rum drink, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with a rum and coke. Yes, yes. You can't go wrong with rum on the rocks. True. So anything rum, I love it. Okay. Like, yeah. When we go to Jamaica, girl, off the plane, all, all day, day. Every, every day, rum punch, every then I day. And I love it, and it's bomb. And I would have to say that between rum and like you know an amaretto sour every now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Remember yeah. those back in the day? Yes, yeah, I man, do. Yes, know? I do. But I love the rums. I love the rums. Word, word. Um, I guess for me, I mean, I'm more of like your herb kind of girl. I prefer a, yeah, a, a no. nice little, a nice little joint, or yeah. you know, a little blunt, or whatever, some golden gold, you yeah. know, some green crack. That's okay. me. Can, you know, I, I got the way my anxiety is set up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, it, it, it keeps me, it keeps me cool. But um, if we're talking about some of the libations, I, I would say I am also a, a, a dark liquor kind of girl. Yes. Um, and somewhere, anywhere between like rum and whiskey. Um, you know. I just thought about this. Um, I went to like a, a uh, alcohol infusing party kind of. Oh. Where, where was my it was, invite? It was. I, exactly. I heard about it the day. Before, it was the night before, okay. and it was at this uh, a chick's house. She she's an herbalist or something. It was oh. it was, cool. it was okay. great. Um, and she's also a, a local poet. She's really really dope. Shout out to Cherie uh, in Denver. Yeah. But um, so I want we went there and um, I brought some whiskey. So they tell you to bring like you know a base or whatever. Yeah. And then depending on um how you want to welcome the new year or things that you want to invite into your life. Like that's what you infuse it with. And what? it was really cool. That I didn't know it. So I didn't know what to dope. expect. Just, yeah. yeah. We should do something like that. Though. Yeah. yeah. And so I haven't opened it as of yet. Um, it's still sitting there marinating. Nice. And so I put Mama Juana or something. It yes. was dope, man. <laughs> yeah. Had some whiskey in there, put some lemon, put some rose petal, put, um, some Ooh. cinnamon, put, um, Oh man, it was a, it was a bunch of stuff in there. That's gonna be bomb. It, yeah. So a little bit of ginger, like with a touch of ginger, it's gonna yes. be great. I can't, it I is. can't wait. We'll let you know. All right, we'll follow up. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's now right. in my single days. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> um, 
I used to love old fashions. Like oh, Manhattan. yeah. Old fashions yes. are good. Yes. Yes. Baby, with we the used cherry. to get down on the Manhattan. Exactly. In New York. We used to hang in we Brooklyn at Peaches. And... <laughs> oh, and my man was a couple of men. Not Peaches. Shout out to Peaches. Shout out to Peaches. Listen, well, let's do a sip episode taping at Peaches. I mean, yes. I'm 100% down. Dope. I'm 100% down. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so do you want to talk about why we started this and how we... Yes. Yeah. So I had this idea probably like six months ago. I brought it to y'all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like nothing is better in life than sitting around your girls talking shit. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> might as well invite a crowd. Might right. as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are so animated and we have our dope like sister chat and mm-hmm. we like going in and we're always bouncing off like, y'all, did y'all see this on the news? Did y'all see what happened? And we're always like going back and forth in dialogue. I'll be in a rehearsal, get out of a rehearsal and have 300 text messages on my phone. <laughs> be going yes. in. Like, and so... <laughs> I was like, how dope would it be if we incorporated our sister time into a podcast? Because yes. I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love listening to them. I love laughing. I love making people laugh. And I just was like, yo, we should do it. Yeah, like, And so we just started planning it. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> 2019 <laughs> The Sip. Hey. Yes, so, yes. so, Mo, what, what would you say? And I mean, I guess we'll, we'll all talk about this, but like, what do you see The Sip becoming or doing for, oh, for us or for other, um, you know, artists of color, women of, you know, yeah. men, yeah. whoever? I wanted, I, I really want this to be such a, like a safe space for all women of color, specifically mm-hmm. black women, because that's who we are. Right. And I feel like so many times we feel like our voices aren't heard. Or we can't, you know, in the workplace, we're always switch coding right. or code switching. Code switching, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Sorry, I, you. I said Now you good, sir. We're always code switching. We're always, even on my job, like, I'm playing all these gigs. I'm, I'm you know, I'm trying to be some somebody different, so I can't give them too much black now. Right. But on here, I feel like this is a space for us all to be ourselves mm-hmm. and then to invite people into this space. And what I would love for us to do is eventually be able to take this on the road and do live shows yeah. and really meet people and talk yeah. and share experiences about being a black woman and not only about being a black woman but being a black woman in America in the time that we're living in right now. Right. And so I just feel like it's so important to have this platform and to be able to share with you guys and but also us you, you guys share with us cuz we want to get to know each and every person that is taking their time to listen to us. Yes. So that's really what I you know was feeling from it like I we don't know there's all black women have their circle mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. everybody yes. we know got their group chat yes. mm-hmm. got their sister circle yep. and we basically inviting you into our sister circle we're yeah. inviting you into our space and i just want to see this go as far as possible i want people to be touched i want us to do live shows mm-hmm. whatever you know <laughs> to inspire that's Word. really it yeah i love it, I love it. I mean, I guess to just, like, piggyback on that, I mean, once you brought the idea up, I was just like, yo, that sounds super dope. I was nervous as hell. I was like, right. What do we do? Like, what happens? Like, so, wait, what do we we talk about? Like, it's going to get all awkward. But, I mean, we just just came and, you know, being ourselves and just inviting, like like you said, Mo, just Mm -hmm. inviting you into that space. So, like, we definitely welcome every single person that's taking the time. And I, I just appreciate, I appreciate this space because I feel like it's an opportunity for us to, um, to understand that we're not a monolith, you know what I mean? I right. feel like, you know, especially in this world, in America, I mean, like, you know, white supremacy is real. And yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to be yourself 
um, knowing all the stigmas that are attached to you right. and um, trying to fit this mold that like no one ever really will fit, you right. know? And yeah. so I just, I, I just love the fact that you allow me to be myself, you know, and I just want to encourage, I hope that that authenticity will beget authenticity as we yes. continue to have these conversations and just understand like, yo, it's okay to be a hundred percent uniquely or uniquely and quintessentially you. That's at right. All times, period. Yes. Black, white, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And y'all gonna get everything on this podcast. Y'all all the things. All, okay. all, all the things. All the things. All the things. Word. Come on. Come on. I can't. I, I can't. I sound like Miss Cleo, man. No, you don't. When I be trying to speak Patois, I sound like Miss no, Solomon now. That's <laughs> it. That's no. It was oh, stolen from me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to write a poem about it. Yeah, 2019, y'all get ready. Well, I'll just say for me, yes. I mean, I think that this podcast is a dope idea. For me, my sister circle is like my survival. You know what right. I mean? Like right, right. being able to talk to y'all and the conversations that we have and the ways that we kind of connect. And even when we're not able to connect every day, just to know that that connection is there, yeah. that I can tap into that at any point. So I feel like this podcast is kind of like, you know, the sister's guide to survival. Like, it's just how we get through, like you said, this crazy world. And Mm -hmm. especially in 2019, I mean, Lord, it's it's so important now to be yourself 100%. Because there is no other option. And we have to get even more authentic as we see so much propaganda. And that's a whole other conversation. We're going to get into it another time. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. tuned. (laughs) But I think that this is real. And and I'm so excited to be doing this with y'all. And I can't wait you to, you know, see where this goes. Yeah. Real yeah, talk. Real talk. Mm-hmm. One more thing I was thinking, as you mentioned, Raj, I was like, I was thinking, um, what's beautiful is as you start to talk to each other, and I mean, like, just in the world, wherever you are, we talk to each other in this space, we talk to other people um, outside of here, and I just realized, like, we're so much more alike as people than we are different. Absolutely. And so I think opening up these conversations and these spaces will help us understand that even though no one is the same and we are all unique, we, we are all experiencing, like, a very... The, the struggle, the struggle that we're experience, experiencing mm-hmm. as a human is very mm-hmm. similar. You yes. know what I mean? And so I just, I think it's important that we talk about that because that'll help us get, see past those differences that, that the world has created and those facades um, that, you know, that we need to see through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yeah. All of that. All and, the things. And, and also, like, the more that, the more that everything in the media is so fabricated. Right. It's, you know, and you see these young people come out and, you know, they don't have any 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 connection to the realness sometimes right. because yeah. they have social media, they have technology, they have all these things, and the, but then they don't know how to sit in a room and like converse, have, and have a, a conversation, conversation right. Right. <laughs> without their phone. I still struggle with yeah. that. I don't right. know. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but, no. You know, but I feel like we almost have to fight for our yeah. authenticity, yes. our independence, our uniqueness, yes. as well as our common stuff, and that's what makes us beautiful. Absolutely. That's what makes our world amazing. Yay. So. Beautiful. That was beautiful words. Words. (laughs) But yeah, we just wanted to give. Oop. Were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say. Did you want to jump in? My bad. I didn't know. Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. So we will wrap this up with just like you know we're gonna be talking about a lot in this year coming year. We you know I'm like the pop culture. You know I'm into it a little bit. You know, but you know I try to follow it. But today I. Y'all, I got an article that was just, like, unsettling for me. It was super unsettling. So, I don't know if you guys watch the show Love Is. 
I hunt. <laughs> I do not. So. Man, listen, that show. I know. Carrie, we got to catch Carrie up on it. I know. Carrie, no. It. See, Carrie, but you got to watch. You got to watch it. But my thing is, like, you shouldn't even watch it now because if it's not, going to be, <laughs> like. Not the, yeah. No, you got to watch. It's still a work but of it's art. Still, it's, it's a work of art. I respect that. Yeah. It is a work of art. And so I got this article about Love Is being canceled after they already got the second season greenlit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yes. So I go into the article, and I'm just going to read a little bit. The The headline is, Salim Akil and Mara Brock Akil's Love Is Canceled by Own Following Abuse Claim. And I immediately saw that and was like, what the hell? Like, right, oh my right. God. And it says, Own has canceled Love Is, the relationship drama from husband and wife team Salim Akil and Mara Brock Akil. The move comes just weeks after Salim Akil was sued by a woman claiming that the producer abused her during an extramarital affair. Sources tell Variety that Warner Brothers Television, which produces Love Is, has completed an inquiry triggered by the lawsuit and found no allegations of misconduct on the OWN series or Black Knight Lightning, which that's another show they do, mm-hmm. the, CW, the CW superhero drama that Salim exec produces. So, OWN had announced in July that it had renewed Love Is for a second season, and according to sources, pre-production had already begun. However, the allegations against him presented a unique challenge for the future of the season, which had been billed as being based on the real-life romance of Salim and Mara. And in November, this woman, Amber Brenner, she filed a lawsuit against him alleging domestic violence and breach of contract. The suit claimed that she and Akil were engaged in a romantic relationship during which he was physically, verbally, and sexually abusive towards Mm, her. mm, And mm, she mm. claimed that they had a 10-year romantic relationship that just ended last year, y'all. What? Wait a minute. They said on multiple occasions, she said on multiple occasions that she was slapped and physically assaulted and was forced to perform sex acts with him. The suit also alleged that on one occasion, he urinated in her mouth. What? Whoa. Some R. Kelly shit. Right? I'm sorry. Wait a minute. And in another alleged incident, the suit stated she he, that he took her to a parking lot garage and forced her to lick one of its walls and for, uh, photographed her without her knowledge. What? So, hot ham and cheese mess with all the fixings. All the fixings. Wow, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. When did, when did, when did love is even it came on like in the spring last year yeah oh this year i mean yeah it was like it was running in the spring to early summer and the show literally was like so good to me like i loved it It was one of my favorite shows i thought it was so good and when it ended i was like oh my god and when they got the you know the green light for the second season i was like yes and then i saw this today and girl my heart sank i'm not even gonna lie to y'all because i feel like that that was just a dope show first of all it gave me all the feels it was playing all the 90s music the the acting was amer- uh, amazing. What's her name? Michelle Weaver, Will Catlett. They just did an incredible job. And so it's like, I want to know what you what you guys think. Do y'all feel like the show should have been canceled? Wait a minute. There's even more though. She's saying that she wrote a screenplay about this situation, but that some of her her things in her screenplay showed up in Love Is. Oh, oh like snap. this is a whole nother. Oh, that's deep. What? It's super deep. I mean, you know, I'm going I'm to say this. I'm going to say this. First first and foremost, if anything, even a piece of what she says is true, then I'm sorry yes. as much as I love this yes. show, as much as I love the yeah. cast and the actors, 
you know, then I'm sorry. Unfortunately, sir, you have corrupted your show. You I have. feel the same way about Bill Cosby. I loved Man. Loved everything that they created. The Cosby Show, A Different World, all of yes. that. But unfortunately, Bill Cosby and his actions corrupted everything that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, every piece of work that he's yeah. done. Yeah. So that just makes me so upset. And then in the wake of this whole Me Too movement, right. yes, there may be times that women make false allegations. Right. Let, let us not you know, deny that. But for the most part, it takes a lot it's to even come, come forward, forward and say something, especially when something has happened to you, which we will probably talk about in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it takes a lot to come forward. So if this woman is coming forward and saying all of this, yeah. then I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah. My heart is broken, but love is you got to go. You yeah. got to go. And honestly, yeah. I mean, I respect Own for for understanding that and you know, yeah. taking the initiative to jump on it and you know really dive into, into the investigation. I think especially when it comes to like... Um, communities of color like within this within this uh this space we we tend to be the moral compass for the rest of the world like Mm -hmm. because there's i mean look at our current the current president of the united states you know what i mean like the allegations against him the allegations against uh, against the uh kavanaugh you know what i mean like the the fact that we (laughs) the fact that we have been able to take ownership of that and and you know not take it lightly i i I appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I also at the same time just wish that that was, that was something that was done across all races and of across course. like all demographics yeah, right. consistently because right. women, women need to be believed. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like women absolutely need to be believed. Yes. There are some people that make false allegations, mm-hmm. but most toxic, times. Mas- toxic masculinity is a very real thing. And what I will nerd. say about the show Mm-hmm. That I said before we, you know, take this thing is as much as I love the show, I also felt like the male character was a little bit of a BAN. <laughs> and y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what a BAN is. I don't know what you're talking about, right? Tell me what you're talking about. What's a BAN? What's a BAN? What's a BAN? It's called a busted. Lies in the seat. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I'm trying to keep a PC for episode one. You know. But it's called, it's, it's, it's basically a, you know, broke down Negro who right. does the most. We'll put right. it in the description. Right. right. You know, we'll have a glossary Y'all for know you. what I mean. Okay. <laughs> but those times when she would have, like I said, she had a whole, a whole job. Yeah. And you show up complaining and that stuff. That was a hot You know, mess. she didn't leave your name as security. Yeah. I just felt like there were moments in the, pl- in the, um, show where he was real weak and i was like dude how you gonna be talking all strong and talk about the establishment and all that kind of stuff and then you have these moments where you want her to justify your emotions and your feelings and i'm sorry sir Mm -hmm. but no that's not how it works there's therapy for that right like real talk (laughs) there is therapy for that take advantage of it right i'm saying like you don't gotta go through it alone and you don't have to put that burden on your loved one either right and I need yo, the, y'all need y'all to read the legal complaint because oh, I'm getting, just scanning through it's this. It's getting deeper. There was a time when she was pregnant, and he said he would find himself driving through the des- the desert and dispose of her. What? Oh no! All I want to know is one: what does Mara have to say about right? This? I don't, feel sorry don't give for me her. So, no sappy not, thing about love is. Take. I know. I I want to know is what Mara she's feeling. Yes. Okay. And I feel bad for her because she done based well. this whole show. But but did you not know though? If y'all was doing something for ten years, ten years, and then Girl. you want to put out something about your relationship. Yikes. And here, here's the thing: let somebody say something about Ryan Oliver Landell. <laughs> you, 
You the, whole the whole government. The whole government. The whole, the whole name. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> but you best believe it. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on Instagram and be like, oh, what date was that? Because right. last right. time, when I need receipts, baby. I need receipts. So receipt. I need you to come with some. You know, right. I need pictures. I need video, I need. whatever. But what you're not gonna do mm. is slander this man's Especially name. Especially because you know your man. Okay. Like you know your man. Okay. In uh, which case, Mara knows her man. Right. And so, so I'm sure she knows. I mean, yeah, but they're but they're both in Hollywood. Maybe he's like, babe, I got you know, I'm I'm gonna be late on on set tonight. But if a man is doing that kind of stuff to a woman, you mean to tell me he has never tried to do it to you? Right. Because yeah, if you've done it once before, yeah. I mean, you married to him, you know, you spend you spend like time with him I like that. Know. Those colors are gonna shine through. And y'all doing a uh, messy, messy. Show. And why it have to be us though? I know. Why yeah. it have to be the black couple out here like winning? I know. Why, right. dude? Like this is a mess. But you know what? I, I totally agree with you, Raj. I completely agree with you. I feel like in light of all of it, the show has to go. It has to be done. And my little feelings will just be all right because it's not it's not about me. It's bigger than me. And so I hope they get some closure and I hope that this woman, you know, I don't know, hopefully she gets what she's looking for with the with the court case. My thing is, listen, if this happened to you, ma'am, whoever this is that put this thing out, Shout out to you for speaking your Absolutely. truth. Yes. Strength but if you lie, if you're lying, and if you lied in this much detail, <laughs> let the world roast you. Yeah. But hopefully, if this is your story and it's your truth, then we stand behind you because that 100%. mess. Yeah. Everything that y'all y'all need to read the complaint. It's not even a joke. Like there's it so much deep. stuff in there. It was filed on October 22nd. Oh. And there's so much in there that I'm like, either you have a really extensive imagination, imagination right. or this man was a complete monster. Right. right. So, yeah. And just like Trump, we're going to get to the truth, honey. Oh, we're going to get to the truth. We know the truth. It so. was done in the dark. <laughs> Eventually, it comes to the light. Well, y'all let us know what you think. Do you think that the story that this woman is saying it sounds credible? Do you, did you love Love Is as a, as a, um, as a story, as a season. Did you think he was a B-A-N, like right. I said? <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. Or do you feel like, no, all of this is wrong, and, you know, Mara and Salim are justified in their fight? Or do you know something we don't know? Tell so us. right. let you us know in the us. comments yes. of the podcast. We'll or put it on it. our SIP. Um, our Instagram is the SIP underscore podcast. That's yes. Right. And we want to hear what you think. And visit our website at thesippodcast.com. Yes. Yes. And I'm Bert. I mean, listen. Yeah, y'all, y'all. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>